let's raise a toast The ghosts of the Barbary Coast we swing a bottle Between our long stars To all of the gamblers The gold-seeking
pierced my skin But the trees whispered to me the holy secrets Singing to the wind To the fair and distant Welcome to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm. We're right here at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets. That's 2781 21st Street in San Francisco, out here in the Mission District. Uh, you're like, where's Florida Street? Well, just go up 20. Go, you know, take take Bart to 24th and Mission, and uh, cruise up 24th and. Yeah, cruise north and get to 21st Street. It's actually uh, just between, just right before Bryant. I'm sorry, yeah, right before Bryant. Um, so the two kind of major streets parallel are Harrison and Bryant. So we are here. It is a rainy afternoon here in San Francisco, and um, just a, a a little more spring showers. It's been a it's been a wet year, but thank goodness because California needs it. Um, it's been raining since October uh, after five years of of drought essentially so california is green and greening again and uh let's hope that snowpack is is nice and uh fruitful and giving um because we need the water and that's been the theme of this past year's water uh, the standing rock sioux protecting the water of lake oahe and the missouri river uh standing up to big oil corporations who uh, do sneaky uh, deals in order to get approved for pipelines that go through states and cross borders and things like that. Um, water. Here we are. A nice rainy afternoon in the mission, but not not too heavy, nothing too bad. Um, but we do want to send our love to all the folks out there who are exposed to the elements right now. Um, 
let us all kind of remember our, our shared humanity and, and be kind to one another. Um, help, help someone out if you can and uh, be safe out there. So I'm Global Val, and thank you for tuning in. And we're here today. It is March 24th, 2017, uh, rolling through uh, Women's History Month, National Month of Women, celebrating women's history. Her story, as I want to call it. Um, And I just had a really delightful and enlightening and inspirational conversation as part of Women's Magazine, Magazine. Uh, right before the show from, from 2 to 3 p.m. with a dancer named Lois Flood who has been dancing the dances of Isadora Duncan for the past 25 years. Um, and she's going to have a performance, a free, all ages, open to the public performance at the Corette Auditorium on Sunday, April 30th from 2 to 4 p.m. And uh, I really recommend going out to see her. She's certainly passionate and so knowledgeable about Isadora Duncan, who is, like yours truly, a native San Franciscan. Um, but she was born uh, in 1877 and uh, became internationally uh, renowned and was uh, amused to other major uh, fine artists of her time, including Rodin, who sculpted her. And so Isadora Duncan kind of broke the bounds of uh, the Victorian age of dance and presentation and um, lifestyle for women. So uh, I was excited to learn more about her because we don't have enough history, her story uh, about women um, in our culture and our education. And so that's been my goal throughout the month of March, Women's Month, is to bring in uh, women to to share that kind of history, that education, whether it be modern uh, contemporary things like the Women's March in Washington from January 21st, um, uh, which I talked to E.K. Keith about on March 3rd for Women's Magazine. Um, And then uh, a week later on the 10th, talking to Mona Lisa Wallace, Esquire, Green Feminist is her handle. Uh, You can find kind of what she's about. and we talked a lot about the the wisdom of elders and also the legal aspects of uh, of environmentalism and feminism and uh then last Friday, the 17th, I spoke with Gisela Tangui whose band is called the Voodoo Cabaret and is this really a, a, amazing uh just very moving um Type of music. I wish I could explain, uh, describe it better. Uh, I guess I've just hit my afternoon uh, lull here in terms of finding the right words. But um, she was my guest on March 17th, and she's going to be uh, the Voodoo Cabaret is going to be opening the Earth Day stage on Saturday, October, uh, Saturday, April 22nd at Civic Center. And uh, certainly hope you'll come out to that. I'm going to be one of the MCs for the day. And it's going to be in coordination with the March for Science. So um, lots of great music as well at Earth Day San Francisco, Saturday, April 22nd. so a busy spring, but that's what we like. Uh, we like that life is flourishing. We're here at the Common Thread Collective uh, where the, the credo is uh, cast a wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, and then don't panic, just keep it organic. So I'm going to 
play a little music here that we like to play at the beginning of every show. And it's Ooby Dooby Whitaker, Diamond Dave's oldest son, who's singing about, you know what? Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's going to be all right. The Common Thread Collective. We are here. I'm here. I'm Global Val, and I'm here with Diamond Dave. Here I be. Here you are. As I see. I do. I see. I can see you. I don't think you're an apparition. I'm speaking in metaphorical sense, my dear. As you can hear. (laughs) Thank you. As you can hear, here I sit, about to speak to you wherever you happen to be on the planet. And I think we'll have a few, some folks coming in who will join us. It's about doing more together than any of us can do on our own. And a mixture of uh, what it is we are. And hey, Pam, 
Trump. Talk about that in a bit. But as I'm walking over here, I happen to look over at the, at the newsstand there in the corner, the free newsstand of Bryant and uh, 20th, and there was an SF Weekly. And I picked it up, and I looked, and I said, hey, well, I know that lady. I know that woman. It's Rebecca Solnick. And, uh, uh, well, you were saying that you hadn't come across her. She's an I, amazing I, woman's writer who yeah, lives here in San Francisco. I am familiar with her name, but I don't believe I've read any of her books. Well, let's begin. And I definitely recommend her. And uh, let's begin and read a bit of the article about her. And... Uh, and then walking on the mission in the rain. And because uh, she is one, we were just speaking. Oh, that was an amazing conversation. I want to recommend to anybody who hadn't heard it that the Women's Magazine, uh, uh, her name was Flood. Yes, Lois Flood. And she was amazing. Her enthusiasm, you, you, what we see and what you hear, I could just feel it over the phone. At right? I know. Her, her passion is palpable, and um, I can't, you know, I, the, the, the show that she's going to put on at the Coret Auditorium on April 30th, um, I mean, if you got that, that, uh, that energy from her, just from her conversations, um, you know, definitely go and, and see some of these dances of Isidore Martha Duncan. Graham totally revolutionized the dance of the time. She shook it up. She shook it up. She became an international, I'll say the word celebrity advisedly, where all the world was she known. She hobnobbed with some of the great artists, some of the great writers, and some of the great revolutionaries, because she was indeed a revolution, a revolutionary, and that's what Miss Flood was talking about, I believe. Absolutely, and you actually, uh, you came in and passed me a note that said that you met Isidore Duncan's brother, brother in Paris in the Left Bank, in the Quartier Latin, this is, this back in the about, 60s. This was about in 1960, maybe 59. I was, of course, as I, as I am in a mission, I was a, uh, what would you call me? But I, I was there too, in the cafes, on the streets, keeping my eye out for who was who and what was happening. Yeah, the uh, kind of a, a, a um, hmm, what we go, peripatetic uh, messenger. There we go. And But just a kid then, of course, I turned 20, I just turned 21, or was about to turn 21, and uh, I began to see around a lot this fellow totally dressed in Greek clothes. I mean, not the Greek I mean a toga. I mean the clothes that Socrates wore. And he had to look, he had long hair too, and looking. And for 1961, people were a lot more straight-laced, even on the left bank of Paris, I hate to tell you. Even if you know Jean-Paul Sartre, Simone de Beauvoir, Camus, French bag, even there. But this guy was doing it. So I started talking, I engaged him in conversation. In the course of it, I discovered he was Isidore Duncan's brother, her young brother, of course. And uh, he had, now he'd made the left bank of Paris his home. Well, Dave, yet another notch in your um, <clears throat> belt of uh, just happening to con ha just happening to connect with uh, <laughs> so so many and, interesting and, and, uh, and people and events of our of, of this of. Of your lifetime. I my head and wonder how it was. Now let's look at the Solnick. Uh, I think I'd rather 
is, and this is a good article, you have it too. Yeah. That, Let's read a couple paragraphs. Okay. And the books are available. Uh, and the books are available. They keep turning out at a rapid rate. Interesting rate. Uh, and, uh, interesting books at a rapid rate. When I arrive at the Green Arcade Bookstore, which is a good one, and uh, where they have regular, regular events of this sort, and uh, book parties, book introductions, uh, I have a few minutes to browse before I sit down with Rebecca Solnick. Let's go. Uh, let's get to the. Let's get to the. Uh, yeah, we're reading from the article by Zach Ruskin in uh, the SF Weekly. Thank you. Reading of Solnick's work which encompass essays, a field guide to getting lost, biographies, river of shadows, geographic histories, savage dreams, and, and reimagined atlases. It is, it's an atlas. I've seen it. Called Nonstop Metropolis. And the spirit of the city she has called home for more than 30 years is bound to seep through. An inevitable fog drifting among the skyscrapers of her prose. Now here she is again. I've seen a lot of San Francisco, she said. I was around when it was a city of post-industrial ruins and free open space and low rent and punk rock. I saw my neighborhood in the Western Edition gentrify and the Mission gentrify. I saw a lot of things morph. If you stay in any place long enough in this country, it's as though, it's as though you've moved huh. because you end up because you end up someplace else. That's a fascinating comment. And that's, uh, that really catches her. And the kind of person she is, she has a... Uh, men who explain. It's one of her books. A man I always want to explain. Ah, uh, yes. I have heard of that book. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> one of the latest. I think they call it, they call it mansplaining now. That's it. <laughs> As an example, she points to the Sierra Club, which was founded in San Francisco in 1892 and moved to Oakland in May 2016. It was really a big, big, big piece of the city's soul that decamped. Sarah Club decamped. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> See, this works on a couple levels. Solnick says, if you look at, say, Airbnb, which represents a kind of venial greed of displacement and a... And a, and a, a predation of the vulnerable. Versus the Sierra Club, which has always been about protection and altruism, it says a lot about what we've become. Well, well, uh, I here we are. Here we are, and that's holding out. What an interesting comment, though. It, it, initially, there about how if you live any place long enough, uh, you're going to see it change. Like you're going to end up living someplace else um, because so much has uh, changed and is constantly on the move. And in terms of neighborhoods and and who's who's living where and and where things like the Sierra Club may be, um, and just a sense, our sense of place. Well, I got here in 1957, and I left for a while, but I came back. Mm -hmm. But that sense of uh, um, that that sense is definitely with me, and I've uh, perhaps you could do it. Uh, maybe we get Rebecca Solnick to sit right here in this empty chair and talk to us about it. She's got a new book out. We can get her through the Green Arcade bookstore. Uh, in fact, she calls it her, uh, that she's a bookstore mouse for the Green Arcade, uh, which is a knife. Have you been to the Green Arcade? It's right on Market Street, uh, where the, uh, pretty much where the, um, 
where the seven turns off Market Street and goes up eight. It's pretty much a green arcade, you can find it. But it's a fine place, it's an interesting place, where you have an owner who's definitely dead, totally dedicated to what it is that, uh, that's, uh, that Rebecca Solnick and sisters like her, mostly sisters, are all about. Very cool. I like that SF Weekly um, put her on the cover. It is Women's Month cultural. too, oh so it's 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 uh, it's good. We need we need to know more about the women in our society. Um, they're often looked over, and uh, shouldn't be. Well, I don't know. I don't mean to be reminding you, but you have Women's Magazine, and uh, I believe you could uh, you could get to uh, Rebecca Solnick, and she's the kind of person you should have right here, uh, and maybe she'd stay around for Common Thread. That's a great idea, Dave. You definitely are, are on the pulse of what is possible, and all things are possible. Do the possible, the, preob, preob, the, the improbable, and the possible, so we, and the impossible, so we can do the possible. Well, there's better here, and he's given us a couple of records that he's done. He's gone off, decided, and uh, he's decided this is what he wanted to do. You can hear him play a little music. And here he's, he's getting ready, he's warming up, he sounds beautiful. But we have a couple of discs that he's given us, oil and water. One disc devoted to oil and one disc uh, oil, um, one disc devoted to water. Let's play a cut. He has a couple of cuts. Let's play a cut from there and uh, we can do a little uh, mic check. That sounds and, like a uh, fine idea. I know we are getting the levels. So let's do just that. All right. Rock so- down. All right, so I'm going to play this track from uh, K-Raj Lost Coast. Um, his complimentary CDs, one is called Oil and one is called Water. So off of the Water compilation, uh, we're going to play a track called Mystified. And you're right. Uh, he does have a song called Lost Coast too, which is his elegy to Highway 1. I'd like to make it to Highway 1 that I've hit take down so many times. I'm talking Big Sur. I wonder if it's still impossible even to uh, get to Big Sur now with the with earth slides and the, the, the Highway 1. And that's what it's sung. We'll, hit, but we'll play that later, maybe. I'd love to hear it. I love Highway 1. Anyone who's gone down it loves Highway 1. Last time I saw you, I was out of my mind Straight out of luck, running behind Mystified, all the love that's still hidden inside I'm easily distracted, but now don't it seem strange These invisible cities and time rearranged Sunday parking tickets, watercolors running in the rain. We used to say between us, the light could shine all night. Whoever knew when the music stopped, how much of this town would die.
getting it right The first time I saw you I was out of my mind Straight off the bus And hoping to find Now there's no easy answers And even less time All the love that's still hidden inside Mystified All the love that's still hidden inside Mystified Beautiful song, Mystified. And I, I hear K Raj is warming up out there. Wow. Do you want to tell us about that track we just listened to, Mystified? Mystified. Absolutely. So that's a track that I wrote. I was living over in Mill Valley. And, uh, you know, there's a club over there, a music club called the Sweetwater. And, yeah, for uh, some years it closed down. And uh, the whole town just uh, closed down as far as what was going on there. Oh, wow. And uh, meanwhile, you know, changes everywhere and changes is seen there. And uh, you can't go home again is the other theme of that song. Mystify the mind inside. Well, hey, brother. Yeah, all right. So glad to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. It's, and why don't you give honor. us like a... Give us a couple songs, and then we'll talk a bit about okay. where you can find, be found uh, within and without, and uh, what it is you have on your mind. Excellent. And then man. you Thanks do another so song, and then we'll play it. Well, here's a song called Lost Coast. Another step closer to the ocean Shades of iridescent, green and blue Swells approach and finally break in shallow water The sand blows in your face and fills your shoes Had you been lost, holding on to loose ground Already run out of places you could run to Waves tumble and toss, trees black smoke. As the fog rolls in, 
on the Lost Coast. Another step deeper in the tide zone. Surf the crest, somehow rise above. Get perspective on these unprotected waters like the pelicans, the cormorants, and gulls. Broken reflections, a sea of shattered glass, a burned out Chevrolet 52. Vault line shakes, lives collapse, fortunes crumble, barbed wire fences can't obscure the view. Had you been lost, knocked down, low down, looking for something more you could believe in. Waves pounding on rocks, trees hanging like smoke. Try to clear your mind on the lost coast. Waters run deep, not just sideways, moving past on the great highway, just a thin line drawn to the corners of the sky. The sharp relief of changes, fractured coastal ranges, cut false deals, carve through forests and steal your pride. Step closer to the ocean. A sudden flash of red and green from blue. Another chance to finally set your world in motion. Don't look back at the sky, it's all on you. Had you been lost, world spiraling down. Could you swim back to the shore before you drown? Tumbled and tossed, still staying afloat. See what you might find on the Lost Coast. See what you might find on the Lost Coast. Thanks a lot. And it's just, that was beautiful. It took me there, right yeah, there. <laughs> you took the very words. It's just a good song that takes you there and takes you there and takes you there, but literally on the metaphorical, what's going through your mind. Right on, man, I know. And it's the Lost Coast, north yeah. of here, we're talking about Highway 1. Is that right? Yeah, North Coast, uh, Lost Coast. Yeah, basically, it's the, it's the whole coastline that I was thinking about with the Lost Coast. Is it, is it, we go down. What took me down? To Big Sur. Yeah. I haven't been there many years. And I was thinking how many people went there and found that experience so enlightening 
Uh, that uh, that 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 became written about, talked about, uh, expressed. I'm talking about Henry Miller. Yeah. Who ended up there after his travels, after all his sea life and all he'd been. He ended up there and wrote a book called Big Sur and the Seven Oranges of Romanius Bosch. Hmm. And of course, Jack Kerouac yep. himself went down and his last book, before he faded out, before he was gone, before he gave up on life, was written from, uh, by another one, Lawrence Ferlinghetti's Cabin, there on Highway 1. And that community has gone on so long. And, in the, and uh, just to add a footnote, the last thing I heard, Highway 1 was closed. Highway 1 was closed. There was no way to get in, and, in or out uh, from Big Sur. Have you heard that? I have heard that. Oh, my Yeah, my it's been yeah. a... Uh, it's, a, it's a big swath of nature, so there's been you know, fires in the summer and, and flooding and, and landslide-type stuff and uh, in this rainy season that we're in now. And I think of all the times back then when I was, when I was on the road that I hitchhiked that journey by choice. That, that road was before, that was still the road that it was before the coming of the internet. Uh, the interstate, pardon me. Well, the internet and the interstate. <laughs> in this case, the interstate. And a hitchhike down. Hey, then that song, brother, took me right there. What I was going for a few, the, the transformation, one of the transformations that you look for as you're standing by the side of the road and why you do it with your thumb out, you know? Well, it's great to hear. I know you've you've heard so much music, so I'm glad this could still take you there. That's great. Yeah. Know. And this is off your album, K-Ross, called? It's called Oil and Water. Oil and Water. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's two discs, and uh, one of them is oil, one of them's water. They sort of balance each other in, in a strange way. They they uh, different kinds of tunes on each of the discs. Nice. Well, we'd love to have you play us a couple more, and we've got a couple we could play here from your, well, from your CDs lot. as yeah. well. Well, that last one, I messed up a couple words, so if you want to find out what uh, those are, oh, oh, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tease, because the real words are on the, on the recording. We, we, call, we call those final edits. Yes. <laughs> well, this one I'm going to try to get right. Here's, this one's uh, maybe self-explanatory. It's a, it's a documentary of sorts of, of these times. Keeps turning, but it's different today. Seven billion more on the way. Pulse of the planet increasing disarray as the ice melts away. Turn up the echo, hear the decay. Analog heartbeat on digital delay. Junkie drummer, still searching for a vein as the timing slips away. Selling out tomorrow for today. Another spring, waiting for the snow. Warm breeze, unsettled down below. Reservoir of ice, twice the size of Texas, 
melts before our eyes. Ocean level rises should come as no surprise. And the coastline slips away. Soils exhausted, crops waste away. Increased drought and famine, nothing gold can stay. Our endless summer lasts another day as the seasons slip away. Selling out tomorrow for today. Another spring, waiting for the snow. Warm breeze, unsettled down below. Pressure drops and starts to spiral This climate of denial Temperatures rising Effects predicted Already underway Great floods, wildfires, tornadoes, hurricanes. Book of Revelation is now on display. And every day is judgment day. Systems collapse, global instability. Will we justify and sanctify what we want or what we need to finally overcome? Global corporate greed The poor beg, the rich will borrow Living for the day, forget tomorrow Another spring, waiting for the snow Warm breeze, unsettled down below Politics and profits, or survival in this climate of denial Finally, when all is said and done The Lord will judge us by what we've saved Not the wars we've won In our dying days Will we finally feel the love Embrace the wind and water Power of the sun, spotlight on the media, all the world's a stage, belligerent talk show profits, keep the audience engaged, crisis of consciousness, should we try to educate, is it too little or too late, sacrifice tomorrow for today. Another spring, still waiting for the snow. Warm breeze, unsettled down below. Science and reason are on trial in this climate of denial. Republicans turn away and smile. Another fossil fuel revival in this climate of denial.
temperatures rising. I think probably you probably you probably heard this, and I know that you know that that's a very special song that encompasses where we are right now, and casts a really wide net, and finds that common thread that we better get together. That's it. Hey, dude. Cast a wide net, yeah. Find that uh, common thread. So much to talk about. Uh, lately, I just saw something about the coral reefs. Oh, yeah, I that, said the coral reefs white. didn't make it in the song. There's too much to go in the song. Wow. <laughs> There's enough verses, but maybe I'll write another verse about the coral reefs. Hey, I want to do what I can. To yeah. Yeah. I think you should uh, you should be sing and be featured that song and maybe another two at Earth Day and things places like that places where people gather yeah. to try to get some some spirit, try to get some information, time to get their enthusiasm rebel. You know. Yeah, I know that there's the march going on, the uh, the March for Science. That's that right, day. that's coming. Yeah, so I'll be out there, I'll be somewhere. Okay. Nice, but good, you, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but you don't have a slot yet, is that right? Don't have don't have any uh, slot yet, no. I was thinking maybe just bringing my busking amp and putting it out along the side. We'll, well see what, do we'll that see what for sure. Yeah, that's a great idea. Do that, yeah, that was it. a really powerful song. I, I almost, I kind of started, I almost cried a little bit in of here. Course. It was like really, really that. moving. Um, you know, it just, just, it just really kind of hits and really speaks so true to, to the situation that we're all in, that we're sharing and looking at and, and seeing, you know, this is the reality yet the climate of denial. It's yeah. Yeah. A lot of songs, uh, take me a while. This one actually came pretty quickly because once wow. you're in it, you know, uh, I didn't want to preach, but, uh, I feel it's kind of a documentary. That's the way I'm I get it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, look, let me ask you a few things about you. Yeah. I'm getting the feeling that you that you've dedicated yourself to just this uh, to just this what you're doing. In other words, being a singer songwriter and finding as many places as you can, Man, or as comfortably you can, and yeah. sing and play. Is that right? I take it wherever they'll let me play. Basically, yeah. And I, I love to get out, and that's what inspires more songs. And uh, yeah, it's it's great meeting new people and and bringing it and brings people together wherever you go. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And people can find your music at krajlostcoast.com. That's correct. Right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, would you, you've got your guitar in hand. I, I, if yeah. you, please give us another song if, oh, you're, if you're ready to go. I'd love hey, to. Raj, let me ask you another question. Though. Yeah. Uh, a couple of questions. I want to do a little bio here. Now, you're what I would call a, uh, I'm 79. So yeah. to me, uh, to me, you're like a middle-aged kind of person. Is that, is that right? That's fair. Somewhere in there. I want to be fair. <laughs> I don't step back and get that perspective so, so often, but you're right about that. Yeah. So, so how long have you been doing this? How long have you said? I, I think you mentioned somewhere, and you mentioned a drummer in that song. Yeah. And that, in fact, you were a drummer. Yeah. And then, then you decided to transcend with a guitar in your hand. Yeah, I was playing drums for a while. I was playing in a in a reggae band out in uh, out in the mountains, out in Wyoming. Wow. And uh, that was a good thing. And that was a big band. That was an eight piece band, and we had horns, and we had vocal background vocals and it was a lot to keep going i felt good about that but when that uh came to its ran its course uh ran said what's course. next and it was uh going more spare basically yeah, picking up a guitar spare. and coming to the front instead of being in the back and and putting out some putting out some words that i felt good about 
Well, this song's why I would like a wonderful step along the way. Yeah. Along the way, the, and that's it was along the way to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> now, I assume your uh, coming to San Francisco was mm-hmm. involved with, involves also your desire to go more spare, as you say, and more, go more spare and full at the same time. Go more spare and spare, but fully conscious of the fact that you want to get what it, what it is, the music out, the, the message out, and yeah. yourself out. Is that right? Yeah, and there's uh, yeah, so many influences that you encounter here. And a buddy who I worked with on this uh, recording, Oil & Water, his name is Mike Carnahan, and he's in a band called The Green Door. And what's interesting Green is door. my songs are really spare acoustic songs, and his band is like this really thick distortion sound. Wow. And so we were looking to bring the two together to, to bring the songs across. So it was a good experiment, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with what we Well, bring we got. them here, and you always welcome, you're welcome yourself, or bring them here. Uh, yeah. To uh, bring them here right here, as you can see. You're looking around that we do have room. We have three mic, but we do have room, and we can figure something out. And yeah. that'd be so good. The thick and thin of it. Cool. Love, We're in love the you. thick. How's that? We're in the thick and thin of it here with Trump. I see what Trump pulled, pulled and, uh, gave, and gave up totally on his medical plan. So thank God. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, okay. Shoot. He pulled it in a rage, I'm sure. He's in a rage. So he's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous man anytime. But uh, when he's in a rage near that nuclear button, he's already mad, mad at North Korea. We'll bring the brother in soon, who keeps who keeps track of all that. He's already mad at North Korea. So, oh my goodness, we need to take, take a deep breath, and we know more, song, more songs like yours that emphasize the fact that it's about peace, love, and understanding. Am I right? Oh, yeah, man. Peace, love, and understanding. Is that right? In these crazy times. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And especially, I, I go back, I knew Bob Dylan in 1961, yeah. and that generation really let you follow, of Dylan, Davon Ronk, uh, Fred Neal, uh, Buffy St. Marie, and the people who came out then, in those grievous times, back then, in the early 60s. And they're, they're now history, and in a sense, and, uh, two of them are dead, Davon Ronk and Fred Neal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, here you are, is that right? Well... They, yeah, they, they broke some ground and it's open for all of us to, to step in and keep it going because, uh, so what's that now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much opportunity to, to say things in music. And I think it's, it's a, it's a driving force. It really is. I think that's the solidarity. We can find it right there. Found the common thread. Common this is thread. exactly what we're about. We cast a wide net and find that common thread. Yeah. Uh, this is the Common Thread Collective. We cast a wide net. We find that common thread. We let our life flourish and don't panic. We work on this to keep it organic. Wonderfully said. <laughs> Peace to that. All right. Well, I got another song I'm going to play. Uh, this one... Uh, it's actually about San Francisco. It's kind of the I figure while I'm in this city, I'm going to write a song from the inside. And uh, some of my experiences, uh, actually, this was inspired by the Buffalo out in Golden Gate Park. And it just seems such a strange thing that there are, are uh, these wild roaming creatures that are confined to a football field in a park. It's uh, and um, so uh, this is sort of it's about a lot of things but changing understanding of wilderness is one of them i had the great honor to go out to montana last month and play this for a group called the buffalo field campaign and they are looking after the remaining 
uh, 4,000. It used to be 40 million that roam the country, and uh, now there's down to 4,000. They come out of Yellowstone Park. They're protected there, but they come out of the park, and they're hassled by ranchers uh, who don't want them there. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of information and misinformation disinformation yeah so it's it's a whole ball of wax but uh this group the buffalo field campaign is unraveling it and they they work legislatively and they work on the ground they're out there every day they ski out in the winter and see where the buffalo are and uh, keep an eye on them and document it with video cameras so i got to play this song for them and uh, i'd like to play this one it's called headlands Buffalo, we used to roam to the far sides of this city. Down from the hillsides through the tall grass, we called home. Turning softly like moss on a stone. So we chased the blue horizon, seasoned summer salt behind us from the tropics to the poles. And like a wildfire out of control. Overgrazing started taking its toll Broken arrows shoot chemical contrails to the unknown Like an eagle we used to fly From the great plains to the ocean Migrating with the planet's motion Beneath the stars before the snow back for things we used to know now we're calling out our senses tearing down the cyclone fences following the river back to where it used to flow climb out the subway station try to gain some elevation head up to the headlands where the wild things grow Psychedelic flashes back In dreams of wild abandon At the corner of Hate and Stanion West through the avenues Tie-dye colors fade to black As evening fills the canyon Running upstream with the salmon Beneath the new moon Native drifters, a place of our own 
an island reservation Like a sand dune crossed the sunset We were blown Packed together to weather the storm While the distant sounds of thunder Shake the metropolitan tundra Near the vacant industrial zone Trying to unfold a map On places we used to go Tearing all the pages back For things we used to know Now we're calling out our senses Tearing down the cyclone fences Following the river back To where it used to flow Climb out the subway station Try to gain some elevation Head out to the headlands See what's going down below Weekends in Mendocino Nickel slots at the casino Head off to the headlands To where the wild things grow So beautiful. That's Pay-raj. so pretty. So, do you have any shows coming up, or uh, where else other than checking out krajlostcoast.com, which is K A R A J L O S T C O A S T, krajlostcoast.com? Where else can people uh, find you and your music? And I do have a couple shows coming up. I wrote them down. Nice. <laughs> what a thought. Uh, yeah, there's this. I'm playing a couple. Well, I'm playing a brewery called Black Hammer Brewery. It's out uh, not far from the ballpark. Going to be playing there on April 14th. Going to be playing over here at the Revolution Cafe uh, on May 11th. And there's some other stuff on that website. I got a, I got a full listing, but I'm looking forward to those. I, I love to play. It's always good to get out. And uh, I'll bring it. Hopefully, people come out and check it out. Excellent. Well, well hey, brother. Uh, yeah, we're so happy. Um, these these two CDs are so cool, um, and I think we're going to play a track from them, or maybe a track now, maybe another track later. Um, maybe something off the Water CD. You're thinking about maybe Keep It Real. Sure, sure. Right. You know, um, yeah, yeah, that'd be a nice one. Off this CD, or what? Whichever one. You yeah, like. you mentioned. I think you mentioned <laughs> one to me that you'd really like to hear. Eighteen possible tracks. This is, this is so cool. It's like double set. Yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, there's one on there that's called Speed. Okay. And uh, it's got some nice atmosphere to it. You might try that one. Right. Well, shoot. Hey, brother. What I want to say to you yeah. is that you're always welcome here. Hey, thanks. And if you say, if you do, I wouldn't have like, just for example, does that feel, that I've developed this new song. I think yep. I'll bring it, bring it and show it to the world uh, right here in the Common Thread Collective. 
Awesome, man. And yeah. be heard around the planet because you can't <laughs> add that when you're doing uh, uh, we're, we're, the great thing about this show is that it's each and every Friday. Yeah. So it have to uh, this Friday, that Friday. You know, if you come down, it will be happening. That's great. Uh, yep, and it's live, so streaming around the planet on the internet, and then also the podcast will go up directly after the show, a little bit after the six o'clock hour, um, so you can listen again, listen in, share it with your friends. And yeah, well, I'll spread the word. I appreciate what you have going here, putting it out there, and thanks so much. It's an honor to be here. And spread the word. Right on. You said spread the word. That's magic. Anybody you see, your fellow folkies, yeah, folkies, Deb. And, and you, you like what they do, except they do think it would be a good fit here at, uh, on Mutiny Radio, Common Thread Crack Club on Friday. Let them know. Sounds great. Hey, brother. So we'll play the track Speed. You want to introduce that song? Please. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a traveling song. It's a heartbreak song. It's, uh, that's what I got to say about it. One long river, just one long road Moving so fast, thought my tires might explode It finally comes to nothing, it just hit me now Anyway, it must not matter anyhow Watch the changes in the weather See the change in what I believe Was it my speed or just my luck? I've got enough sadness here to fill a truck I'm going down to the river To figure what I need To try and change my speed up one morning, leaving it behind, find a way to finally say what's on my mind, watch the full moon rise, in the rear view mirror, looking back, it's even stronger than it appears, broken down in Amarillo, down Tennessee Was it my speed or just my luck? I've got enough sadness here to fill a truck I'm going down by the water I think that's all I need The sun ain't all that sinking I'm still sitting here and I'm still thinking About the road that's ahead of me Nevada lights going by And all the stars in the sky One more beer is all I'm drinking Through this open country You move from town to town It could take forever If you really look around Another thousand miles 
shouldn't take too long Roll a joint, drink some coffee Try to write another song Burn it out to tomorrow From where I sit, it's hard to see Was it my speed or just my luck? I've got enough sadness here to fill a truck I'm driving out to the ocean to figure what I need to try and change my speed That was K-Raj, Lost Coast uh, Music, and I've just really thoroughly enjoyed that presentation of live music today. Thank you, K-Raj, and, um, and thanks for uh, dropping these CDs on us, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll play them on our shows for sure here. Uh, thank you for, for passing those along. We like to do this at Mutiny Radio and uh, play you know, independent artists. Uh, on our free speech platform here, mutinyradio.fm, coming to you live and podcasted from San Francisco's Mission District. And uh, it's a, you know, it's a rainy day, but it's a beautiful Friday. Oh, it's a, hey, it's a fantastic day. It's a walking in the mission in the rain day. Hey, guys, let's bring that up. Let's play that today because he's been gone so long now. I know that's but your favorite. But he's left that just walking in the mission Jerry in Garcia. the rain. Hey, Richard. Yeah. Oh, yes. What I'd like Hello, to do. Hello, Richard Sanderell. It's so good to see you. As a regular Sanderell. member of our crew, our collective, our fellow human beings who gather here every Friday. It's true. And uh, each and every Friday, here we are. And I vow, yes. Richard, it's always wonderful. Something always happens to make each, each week special. <laughs> and this this happens now. It's it's on it's, it's on it's on kind of they talk about driverless cars. Well, we have drivers. <laughs> well, let me. That's a metaphor. I don't know. We have some drivers. We invite I invite people. Hey, I like what you do. Come on down to the show. But we're so now we're not quite a driverless car, but we do make it happen in ways that ordinarily people don't. We're kind of, we're kind of a fun train. A fun train. A fun revolutionary fun train. From uh, from uh, just a revolutionary fun train. So Richard, give us a poem. We have Gary, <laughs> who's our man train. on Trump. He's going to speak That's about right. speak a bit. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to talk to him. Then I want to go back to you, Richard. All right. Well, um, I uh, last week had uh, let everybody know that it was 50 years this month that I came back from Vietnam. Well, actually, it was February, 
Uh, and then 50 years uh, ago, I came up to San Francisco. The ship was put in yards. So I was here about a month and a half during the spring of love. So uh, I'm writing about... Um, what branch were you in? Were you in the... I was in the Navy. You were in the Navy. We were right? uh, involved in shore bombardment. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's uh, putting it mildly. Mm. Um, so anyway, this is called The Spring of Love, Part 2. Uh, it ended last week with a young uh, woman who we used to call Hippie Chicks. Uh, invited me up to her uh, apartment to shoot up some Novocaine. Novocaine. Yeah, I remember that. And I said, yes, Novocaine. Uh, I think yeah, she might have been trying to get rid of me. But anyway, uh, who knows? <laughs> I don't know if she was serious. Well, but uh, That reminds me of... Yeah, well, just... Yeah. That reminds me of when I was in college. I worked at a pizza place. Yeah. And uh, one night somebody called up and said, can I have an onion and garlic pizza, please? And we, so we started calling it the date breaker. The date breaker. <laughs> hey, you want to come shoot up some Novocaine? Um, n- no. Well, just what I wanted to do, feel like an asleep, <laughs> numb tongue. Just what I'd love to do on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Numb so thyself. Anyway, this is called Spring of Love, Part 2. Can't even feel good, not feeling good. After spending days in the hate, nights were spent in crash pads where floors filled with bodies, a sexual revolution begins. The hate is filled with flats that rent for two to three hundred dollars a month. People are experiencing sex in all ways. This leads to the bisexual 70s and glam rock. The Fillmore, when it was on the Fillmore, the family dog on Sutter, cafes on the hate, and in Golden Gate Park at Hippie Hill are places I hang out. It's at the family dog where I see Janis Joplin and the Holding Company, the Grateful Dead. Though not a big fan after Pigpen died, he had the blues. Played Dancing in the Streets into the Morning as my first acid trip begins higher and higher. Sanding, Sandy Bull at the old Fillmore. Cafes where I heard John Fahey recordings and of course more recordings of Dylan. It is on the hate at a Chinese restaurant that has the best apple pie in the Usan Empire. It is the hate where I tried heroin. Thankfully, it is a drug I hate. Made me sick. I wanted to barf. Not a downer lover. Heroin and speed isn't taking the hate down yet, but it's only a matter of months. In the meantime, the forever party continues in the hate. It is about this time that the first large anti-war demonstration is held at old Kizar Stadium in the hate. I didn't know it happened. I had heard, later heard that one of the sailors off the ship, the whole, dressed in blues, is there. A missed opportunity. I wished I had known it might have shortened my, my time left in the Navy, though that did come later. The anti-war movement is taking hold and spreading throughout the land. Oh, well, wow. Pretty well from your perspective. Back so you took me right back there. That's what I love about uh, some kind of creativity like that, that you're back there. You're back there remembering what it was like. I'm sort of glad I didn't write about that stuff then. Well, but you're writing about it now. No, I, that's you're, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm glad I, I have all that stuff between me. It's called perspective. Yeah. So that was, the, that was 1967? That was 50 67. years ago? Summer of 50 Love? 50 years. 50 years ago. Oh, Gary's not even that old yet. No comment. Okay, well, I was definitely old, that old and old. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Let's take it back to the, the present now. Where are we? You're a Trump guy. Now, it looks like Trump has had a major defeat 
after devoting himself in his Trump kind of way to trying to get his health care package uh, passed. And he was unable to do it. Even they gathered. You sent the picture, Val, of all these white guys. Oh my uh, God! Um, all these, I mean, the, what I saw about white guys. The, I mean, white guys. Yeah, the fr- the Freedom Caucus that met um, to discuss uh, what the new health care plan may be um, were. You know, uh, it was just a room full of of white white guys. I'm sorry, in suits, uh, you know, sitting around. They gave the president a standing ovation, and they're deciding, you know, whether or not mammograms and maternity care are going to be be essential uh, uh, elements required under any kind of health care plan. I mean, they even kind of joked about it. Who needs all that stuff? We don't. Right? They don't. They know, fat but they guys. but they are Some interested in uh, keeping Viagra on television. Yes, I know. But so. female Viagra promotes lesbianism. Well, that, I hope so. <laughs> that kind of stuff. That's what they say. As long as it's this. not oh. coming from rhinos and elephants, yeah, I'm, really. I'm okay well, with that. Mother's hydro carpets. Well, let's focus on this. Female Viagra is on the loose. Now, Just to interject. What, uh, okay, interject. In, in, the, in the old days, in the Chronicle, there was a news article that 14% of seagulls are lesbians. Okay. Right, the lesbian yes. seagulls. Well, okay, hey, well, that's funny. That's interesting statistics. <laughs> my, I guess I'll my friend had my friend had a party wig that we called the lesbian things. seagull. A- anyone who's been to Alcatraz knows seagulls will lay their eggs anywhere. It's not so much lesbianism as whatever. Well, whatever is what. Well, hey, Gary. well we won't What's speak for today? the seagulls. We have what I what I take to be a major de- defeat for Trump. After lining up all, getting all those folks together, and several times he got them all wearing their suits. The Freedom Caucus, these bunch of uh, these bunch of white guys, white 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 guys, who uh, who would like us to have medical, have uh, no interest in any kind of medical system, no federal medical system. As far as they're concerned, we all should be on our own, and if it happens, it's our own fault. The chief significance of today is that there's an emerging coalition for both an independent commission and an independent prosecutor okay, in Congress. No, that is it. the chief significance. Otherwise, it's a distraction, largely. Well, it is. That's true. For people to really get deep into it. And that's true. The health thing is his health plan that he says he had four and a half years level is gone. Starting from scratch. Uh, we're, we're, there's talk about constantly putting on the grill the, the new... Um, the new nominee for, for for the Supreme Court, but most of all, they're, they're gathering. It's gathering around them every day. More stuff is about to come out. Uh, more about to come out about, with about the connections between uh, Trump's inner circle. Some of them at the time, some of them still there, and the Russians, and the Russians. Horrible connections. It, it, yeah, blood, it, blood and money. Yeah, by Russians I mean Putin. Uh, go ahead, tell us a bit about that, will you, Gary? Uh, the unfolding maze web of connections, not only to Trump and virtually everyone in his cabinet besides Ben Carson. Uh, I haven't heard any allegations about Ben Carson. He's a white people. Uh, well, uh, we the, so the Russians are very racist by reputation. But uh, I have not... Uh, yet decided how many members of Congress will be alleged to link. Devin Nunes, who very strangely is the head of the House Intelligence Committee, has a declared worth of less than $52,000. 50,000 
of that is an interest in a winery whose primary distributor distributes in Russia, domestically in Russia. So it's a great way to conceal bribes because you just pour the wine out or give it away in the streets in Russia. And frankly, uh, this man needs to be in prison. Uh, We need to identify and pressure officials who can be in coalition to align behind the special prosecutor and special commission. Otherwise, this is simply a distraction. A lot, of, a lot of it is. Yes, exactly. most, most of what the papers are reporting, unfortunately. Absolutely. The Even the liberal media. <laughs> Reading between the lines. Reading between the lines. Well, apparently what happened, speaking of this, he's, had, he's a Republican head. That's the leader of the Intelligence Commission, the one, the one in, which the, in front of which the head of the FBI, first of all, we have, we're, we're having an investigation going on. Devin and Nunes. He said that, yeah, that he said in such a way that... Uh, we're not fooling around. We're talking about an investigation. Meanwhile, yesterday, I think, apparently from various sources, all this stuff about the connections between Trump's former campaign, Big Chief, the other one was a Hughes, who also had to resign after it was discovered he was having a secret back-channel conversations, and many of the others. Ten and million dollars a month as a consulting contract to work for Putin's associate. There you go. Shoot. Illegally. It staggers the mind, eh? And uh, and the moment, but what I went to yesterday, as soon as this, this, this dude, I'll call him a dude, I'll call him a congressman, who's head of the, the Republican head of the, of the Intelligence Committee, let's see, that's who? Devin Nunes. Devin Nunes. And he, on his own, ran over... Banging on, uh, banging on Trump's door and said, "Let me in. I got a crisis going on." And uh, then he had a press conference of some sort. I don't know what that meant. And then he came out and then he told the kind of the, the they're very pissed off. He was he's head of the intelligence committee and he didn't even bother consulting him. He just went off on his own to go see Trump. Isn't that right? Yes, and violated federal law by disclosing top-secret FISA warrants, which is how the information was gathered. So uh, multiple felonies possibly committed this week by Mr. Nunes. And as the crime wave continues and accelerates, will we wag the dog by nuking North Korea or Iran? We seem to be moving into position to wag the dog there. Tillerson was forced to meet with NATO after skipping them for Italy and Russia. Uh, Marie Le Pen had a meeting with Putin yesterday and was treated as a head of state, the fascist candidate for president in France. Right, who's been very active. Le Pen has been very active over the past oh, 15, 20 years or so. Then Took over her father's mantle. Yeah, he tell you, she didn't the, get head. Yeah, the she Le Pen her father's head. He didn't like the idea. He, didn't, he was impressed by the idea. But very soon he was out the door. And who's in charge now? Maria Le Pen. Is that right? Very, very clearly she is, no, she is running She's the party. Like her niece is a rising star. Her father has just been successfully prosecuted, I think, last year for anti-Semitic remarks and convicted but here's the thing who turns out to vote that's always going to be the question part of this campaign is to repress voter turnout in target countries like the u.s like in britain during brexit will the french people turn out to reject marie le pen 
It's an important question because we're losing this Cold War partly as democratic dominoes topple to fascists supported by Putin. Yeah, I mean, it's been a huge shifting uh, to, the, to the right. Um, it, the criminal you right. Know, well, well I, I mean, I guess we could point to lots of criminal things well, within it. Well, it's like good but the whole with the bodies piling up this week in Ukraine. Exactly. Several Russian parliamentarians have fled to Kiev for safety from Russia. One of them was shot in the street this week. His mm-hmm. blood spread everywhere. And truly, uh, just like a crime movie, the bodies will continue piling up and up and up. See, in the federal, uh, the federal court system, people are indicted for, can be indicted for various things. Whereas in this one, once you say this one uh, will come out, uh, if it comes out at all, will come out as a criminal enterprise. If it brings them all in, it's a criminal enterprise, bro. It's probably going to come under national security laws, which will be far more stringent than RICO. It could also be a combination of RICO racketeering laws and and uh, national security laws, which would be brutal. Uh, even with the platoons of lawyers Donald Trump may be able to bring to his favor. However, uh, the key is how do we retake levers of government now that the Supreme Court has left the field last Friday. They declined to orally consider. Yes, they did not consider 16907 last Friday. They abdicated. And they, they, they know there's other sections of the court system. We know there is. That are investigating and piling up dossiers, dossiers, and uh, I know they feel like you feel. Anybody looks at it, that a criminal enterprise is going on. Whether they'll have the, uh, the whether they'll have the honesty, whether they have the guts to call it that, and and uh, and indict uh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and his crew. Uh, time will tell. And, and it will require a special prosecutor and perhaps a special federal judge appointed to oversee the process as it. well, a magister general. And frankly, that is a time distraction when we have a president who's willing to drop nuclear weapons to wag the dog. Well, that, I mean, that's to be determined and something obviously nobody wants to see happen. Um, in the meantime, though, you know, all this... Uh, building of the case about you know collusion and racketeering and everything um, is uh, you know revealing and needs to be pursued. But there's so many more direct ways that this particular president could be impeached. Um, you know he hasn't divested from his own companies. He's he's been granted all of these new emulence, con, con, emulence, uh, contracts uh, in foreign countries. Um, the yeah the, the emoluments clause, which says that any that the uh, a sitting member of the government, an elected official, cannot receive money from foreign governments. But if you have, I mean, the the, the simplest example is to say that that you know the Trump hotels. Um, you know, people of, of, uh, from governments around the world come and stay in those hotels. And so he's directly profiting from foreign governments. And so it's just such like, why are we trying to get so, you know, go so far afield when the simplest things could really be addressed primarily? Of course, this big case being built, you know, is, um, you know, contributing to the, to the impetus or the need to try to impeach him. But he could be impeached 
uh, you know, tomorrow if if Congress were so willing to to call those call those charges upon him. Yeah, I can't. Uh with, with with very you know with very simple evidence of him profiting you know and and then him but being a unwilling prosecutor it is Sessions Justice Department who must for those impeachments yeah, so conflicts of interest no. are staggering yeah but it's the it's the Senate man. that would be um, I believe it's the the I forget which which House has the power to call for impeachment and then I think it's the House gets to gets to call for impeachment and the t- Senate has to hear hearings on it. And have a trial. And, and have a trial. Of course, we, we should, need people from the Justice Department. Why should they do that? There are a bunch of Republicans. They're the same party he is. It was even not to go through like a bunch of robots to vote for his, uh, well, that could be the beginning. I think uh, it is the beginning for his medical plan, which they knew was going to cause a great pain to a lot of their constituents. Yeah. And it was the American the people standing up and calling representatives and showing up for Resist Trump Tuesdays, going down and visiting their representatives, whether they be Democrat or Republican, and and saying, you can't let this happen, um, you know, to, to take... 22, 24 million people who have even, you know, I mean, getting on to the, uh, the Affordable Care Act was definitely controversial. I mean, this Obamacare, right? The Affordable Care Act, definitely controversial, you know, saying that everyone would be required to buy health insurance um, and that they'd have a a penalty at the end of the year on their taxes if they didn't. and, and, you know, a lot of these plans, bec- I mean, are hard to afford. And that's why a lot of people didn't have insurance before this plan. Well, these are private, you know? pri- private insurers, too. And they are private we insurers need, who get these subsidies from the government. We need single payer. Mm-hmm. We need single payer. Absolutely. Single payer. The rest of it is all the businesses competing to try to make as much money as they can over our life and death. It's true. What the fuck? And, you know, the, it's me. it's not like these pharmaceutical companies are completely, you know, uh, insurmountable boogeymen. Other countries negotiate with these same companies and have health care costs that are far lower than here in the United States. Now, no one's willing to negotiate with, with these companies in the United States because there's so much... Uh, money in politics and lobbying and campaign contributions which don't even necessarily need to be declared as much anymore so you know we we have the situation in this country where something could be done it just hasn't been what's well, criminal enterprise and we're working on it i'm sure there are people in the court that are working on it in every way that's why He's complaining about all these leaks, right? Yes. And these leaks are longtime government employees who are appalled what's going on, have been ordered to do things they find illegal, uncomfortable, and they're letting the press know. Isn't that right? That's partly it. Partly okay. also people who are afraid for their lives and their children and their children's children. One of the interesting notes about this health care bill today, and it's an important thing to note because it goes back to what I said, the way forward is through allies who are willing to align against Trump and Putin and the entire system of it. We, we can, we can uh, perhaps be very disconsolate that that includes the Koch brothers, who were the primary reason the bill never came to the floor That's today. Right. From I, behind the scenes, they, they stalled it and they offered a $10 million fund to defend members who voted against it. And uh, very publicly this week, openly declared war on the Trump administration. Wow. In what what way are you saying that? Well, the Koch brothers came out this week and offered to fund a $10 million pack 
that would protect members who voted against it. Hmm. And behind the scenes, pulled lovers in the brains of Ryan, who's in their pockets, and most of the other Republican leadership who are in the Koch brothers' pockets, including McConnell. And everyone was happier for it not coming to the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, So really, the way forward is uh, obstructionism in Congress to prevent any of the 2,000 additional horrible bills from passing. The way forward is to demand unity among anti-Trump elements and defiance on every single nominee and bill going forward from anti-Trump elements. And the way going forward is to not stop talking about Putin and Trump. The more we talk about Putin and Trump, the more immense the pressure will become on Trump and the more the planet will be poisoned against Putin, which is the only way we can win the psychological the war that we're losing globally. It's the streets. Beyond the streets. Whenever you mention the science march, that's going to be special. They're coming, there'll be more and more of them coming up. May Day is going to be an amazing march. Uh, May Day is a, the, the progressive unions, uh, San Francisco Rising, uh, China Progressive Society, Poter, Boat Poder, and many others. It's going to be a May Day unlike any May Day that we've had for years here. Yeah, May, May 1st. Is May all, 1st. Right? It's going to also um, incorporate the, the day without an immigrant. Right? That's right. So... You know, it's it's amazing to me when I when I encounter people who don't necess- who don't support Trump, but yet are kind of complacent with the whole situation. They don't really see that it's as bad as as you know some of us can see it. Um, you know, and I I've actually had some heard someone say, you know, well, you know, he's he's not. I don't really like him, but you know. I don't know. Well, he don't might. Know. He might be okay. He might. They don't uh, know. He, no. 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 Here's what. Here's what they said. They said. You know. I feel bad. Like it's. You know. For the people who it's going to affect. Yeah. And 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 you know. You just like let that hang in the air for a minute, because you know. And 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 this was just like you know a young, healthy upper you know middle class white dude, who said that. Ooh. Surprise, surprise. Good. You know. Um, but it's like okay. So you think this is only going to affect other people but you don't see it how it can possibly seep in and affect your life your community your the services that you you pay for and receive and uh you know feel you know privileged and comfortable you know doing you you know if 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 immigrants and people who have you know come to this country um you know within the past generation don't go to work one day everybody's going to feel it and you know, I, I, this whole isolationism is—it's um, so <laughs> so inhumane. <laughs> well, hey, Bill. Yo, Dave. We're doing what we can. We are. I believe by being a voice of this. Hey, Gary, thanks for coming through and regular. Thanks for having me down. Hey, again. Richard, yeah, thanks, uh, Gary. Thanks for putting it in the uh, supply context. Your 50 years. Thanks for all the people coming to play music. I think we have a place and a way, and the door is open to continue to uh, do what? Uh, tell the truth as we see it. Try to. Even though they had the criminal with the idea of the, uh, the, 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 the head of the president of the United States and his cohorts are a criminal enterprise, and there's been nothing like this. I've been around the, on this planet for a long time. I've done about a lot of reading about earlier times, earlier scandals, but this beats them all. This is unlike anything that's been in the, in the history of the United States, I think. it's Very true. Fuck, it's so, that's so, a big statement, Diamond Dave. Well, but I, but keep, well, just I mean, I mean, it, yeah. The brazenness is monumentally beyond any brazenness in any history Harding? book. Harding? 
Coolidge, name the various campaigns. We've had various scandals, but this one, and living through it, seeing it, is what you call the shit hitting the fan. Hey, Richard, why don't you give us another poem? <laughs> and we better, we better Don't, learn to paddle. Paddle, well, how do you say it? Paddle up shit. Well, yeah, give us a poem. I want to get Allison. <laughs> oh, what, a, what, a, what a nice uh, segue there, oh, Dave. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, do, let's give Richard a little more credit and uh, say, uh, we've been talking about some dark things here, Richard. And <laughs> oh, you want me to bring you up a little? You can bring us up a little. That'd be nice. But no pressure. Feel free. Well, to do your thing, we're here because yeah, yeah, it is yeah, free yeah, speech yeah. radio and whatever, right, well, whatever I'll do piece. Desert sand and snow. It's an older one, but nice. I like the title. The uh, play on words. Desert snow meets sand, blanket for snow to hide. Shines the desert in a cloak of diamonds from stars. Earth's mind revealed. The rubbing sound of sand gives another tone in her musical quiver. This is where Earth contemplates dreams. Life emerges from dooms of the submerged to refresh themselves. Survival for another day of circling, spinning, we travelers of the hoop. Hey, Richard, you have any uh, readings coming up? Do I have any readings coming up? Yeah. Oh, um, other well, than next I think uh, you're involved in this one. Uh, uh, Casa Dodd on uh, the 16th of April. That's right. Yep. Is it from 3 to 5 or 4 to 6? Uh, I believe it's from 4 to 6 this year. 4 time. to 6, yes. Uh, that's going to be at the Adobe Books. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fine people, do you remember? <laughs> and you, me, uh, E.K. Keith, who else? Yeah, uh, probably James Ellis. I don't know who else is going to be I think part of the showcase. Yeah. Uh, and then on, uh, on April 28th, on April 28th at Cafe International, they've given me a half hour. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's going to be on Friday, the 28th. Uh, uh, the show starts at 7.30. Uh, if you want to participate and uh, 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 want to read some of your own poetry, you can be there before 7.30, put your name in the bucket, and they'll draw your name. That'll be your position. Uh, and I'm also going to have David Erdreich. I don't know if anybody here knows David. He, he's a sax player, and I'm going to have him play behind me on some of the pieces that I'll be reading. Oh, beautiful. So, uh, Very cool. Very cool, yeah, Richard. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to that one. Excellent. And we're looking forward to you being here next Friday. Yeah, I'll read all three pieces of my uh, part one, two, and three together. It'll be a birthday feature. Yeah, oh, birthday right. feature. Yeah. You're going to be what, 29? That's right. And uh, uh, Yeah, well, yeah. 29. Oh, I'm not rubbing it in, please. <laughs> no, I don't really. It's 71. I'm not rubbing hey, I'm it finally, in, Dave. I, I made it to the 70s. I'm officially 71. Wow, all right. Beautiful. Septuagenarian, which is a great word. I love that word. It's one of my favorite words. Septuagenarian? Not out loud. I, I can write it down. <laughs> the librarian just asked me to spell something. Oh, yeah, sure. I used to be a great speller, but don't ask me today. Yeah, my mom was a was a citywide um, eighth grade spelling bee champion in, here in San Francisco. And they brought her, her and a couple of the other kids down um, from around the city down to some, some studio or something. Um, and that was sponsored um so they had a commercial sponsor so they made the kids spell this word but it was a real word that much like lots of advertising does was misspelled and so my mom was just 
she just couldn't believe that they wanted the spelling champions to, to spell this word out loud that was actually misspelled. It'd be like doing kids with a Z at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So anyhow, I can't spell. I'm not very good at spelling out loud. I'll recording? have to write that one down. Did you have a recording of your mom? Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. That should, no, uh, that no, no. Be kept for posterity. Recording well, that's, your mom in eighth no, grade. We play it right here. Nobody was well, recording my mom in eighth grade here. That's <laughs> like, like 1955. Richard's going to do another poem, I think. But babe, let me ask you this, guys. Did you mention poems under the dome? Well, we were. I was just about to because well, since please. Richard's going to be featured on Friday, the April 28th at Cafe International, that's going to be the ev- right. the night or the day, the uh, day of the night after yeah. the 12th annual Poems Under the Dome, which is happening at City Hall again um, inside the, the North Light Court room. So um, it is a free, all ages, open to the public opportunity to come uh, enjoy poetry if you just want to sit and listen but also um, to hear the various and hear the various voices of uh, the San Francisco poetic community which are rich and varied and uh, you too can read a poem if you'd like all you got to do is come on down uh, the night of it starts at 5 30 but if you get there a little earlier it'd be good um and put your name in the big green hat in the back and we'll be drawing names throughout the throughout the evening so if your name gets drawn uh you can read one poem preferably in three minutes or less um so if you have a haiku that's that's your poem um and it makes a little, makes room for everybody else who's there uh, who, who really want to get this special opportunity to read inside city hall um People do read. Yeah, a lot. That, yeah, I think uh, we usually read, have about come, 50 or 60 read, people. So, in the, so we're getting it down. This is what? This is not a uh, first. This is a what? It's our 12th annual. 12th annual. Oh, my goodness. Poems under the dome. A dozen years Somebody, under the dome. And a dozen years. A dozen years is significant, right? And so if, if you want more information, you can also go to the website, Poem dome.net and um, there'll be updated inf- there's some updated information right now just like the date and the time Thursday April 27th 5.30 to 8pm uh, San Francisco City Hall and um, but also uh, what usually happens uh, throughout the month of April and we've got a good chunk of it since uh, this event's at the end throughout the month of April various volunteers of Poems Under the Dome go around to the different mics uh, open mics in San Francisco and do drawings ahead of time so if you are at just go to your local uh regular uh, whatever poetry open mic you like to go to chances are somebody's going to be coming down to do a drawing and if not uh let us know um well, you can get in touch with uh with me through our facebook page um there's a poems under the dome facebook page as well um but uh if we if we haven't come down to see you before um and you know about it happening, let us know and we'll, we'll work it into our schedule so that we make sure to get um, representatives from all the different open mics around town and also uh, leave a lot of uh, reading spots open for the general public to come and uh, contribute on the night of. Do you think it would be appropriate, Vivelle? Is it the Friday before? The 27th, the Friday before Poems Under the Dome, mm-hmm. that we have it open, that we're inviting all poets to come here and we have a drawing here. I think that's an excellent idea. Of each and every person. So that's what we do. Yeah, so that would be uh, April 21st. April 21st. Friday, April 21st, here on the Common Thread Collective. We'll do a poetry feature. Come on down, we'll do a drawing, and um, and yeah. 
You could be. Join us. Yeah, exactly. There we go. I'm thinking aloud is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And what I do. Hey, well, let's wait. Well, hold on, Richard. I want you to do a poem. Oh, you do? But let's talk to Val. All right. Well, Val, uh, I mean, let's talk to uh, Allison. Allison. The library Allison, lady. The library lady. Yeah, Allison, the library lady. And next week is, is MAP. So that's going to be a special Friday. Another special Friday. If we make it that way, we will make it that way. Uh, will be another special Friday. And you in the library, uh, you are playing a special role on MAP. Tell us about it and put it in context. Babe. All right. Um, well, MAP has also been around for 10, 11, 12 years. Um, it's been a while. Okay. We've seen it. Um, evolve into many venues. Um, right now, we've got around ten or eleven venues. It's always free. Um, it's always free. Um, mission Arts and Performance Project. We're going to host a small event at the library Saturday, April first, from three to five. You can join us for poetry, music, performance. Um, Teens and adults can sign up. There's still room if you would like to do a five-minute drop-in segment. Um, I'm not exactly sure what time the open mic segment will be. There are several artists that I've met here. Alzara and Brother Spellbinder. Um, Phil Milk. He might drop in. He played his electric sitar last year. Richard, um, Diamond Dave, David Kubrin, and several others um, also have dropped in. Um, and Bloodflower played um, a wonderful opening and closing as the fog rolled in on a Saturday afternoon in December around the holidays. So we're at 24th and Bartlett, and um, if, as long as it's not pouring rain, it'll be outside. Dave uh, did remind me that we'd like to invite David Kubrin, if you're listening, Jorge Molina, to drop in here at Mutiny Radio and um, yeah, give next a pre map inspirational session. In fact, Friday will be the Friday before the Saturday, so I'm going to go see David. You can see people do, and I'm sure they have a list of folks who might be interested, and we're going to be devoting that Friday, which is next Friday, that Friday, which is next Friday, to MAP, because we're very much a part of it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And, um, okay, I'm not reading this in front of the people that roll into MAP. They're very creative but right here i kind of feel like it is a free speech zone very much so and um in these times of pessimism um discouragement travails and um you know downright hostility in some arenas I kind of feel like um, the reason I'm inspired by Mutiny Radio is every week it's something new and different, and um, the library has been even making um, 
posters about how we welcome everybody, and I think Mutiny Radio just inspires me to want to be as open and welcoming and friendly and helpful as possible every day. So, so my poem... If if this were a book review, the library lady would be on our cover. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, first of all, I want to say that... um, it is still legal to laugh. Ooh. All right. So, still no. legal. And um, on that note, I have. Now, on that note, I was walking around the other day. Everybody knows about that wonderful TV show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. But someone that used to read here very frequently, James Conrad. A couple weeks ago, I was at another open mic, um, Hotel Utah Mondays, um, Monday nights, 4th and Bryant. There's your plug, Brendan, if you're listening. (laughs) Anyway, um, Hotel Utah, and James was there with his guitar, standing outside, and he said, Allison, what sign are you? (laughs) And I thought, I know James isn't into astrology. He's too um, scientific for that so I told him the truth (laughs) I said some people would say it's too much of a good thing but I'm an Aries Aries. and he was stunned into silence so I explained I said Aries are enthusiastic um, upbeat friendly and all of those things are what get us into trouble and and make us stumble clumsily when we enter a room or um talk with our hands and break our wine glass etc etc especially if you're on a date (laughs) so so because of james i'm gonna um thank james conrad for inspiring this poem and just remember it's if you're an aries you won't be able to curb your enthusiasm so you might just have to go with it okay Amazement is amazing. It annoys and it irritates, but it can also flower. It can ignite, astound, and fire us up. Sometimes it makes us create art, poetry, music. It can stir our dreams and help us conquer our fears, face turmoil, Defeat pessimism, resist all foes. Amazement is beauty. It will stop you in your tracks with wide-eyed wonder. Wide-eyed wonder. That was was lovely. (laughs) 
Uh, Hands in the a, air, enthusiasm from the library glad, lady. I'm so glad to She's have an you. Aries, yeah, everyone. Richard, do you have something you read? Because we got Eric. Well, well I wanted to. Well, 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 well Richard pulls up his his uh, his file there. I wanted to say um, I think you would enjoy being being the library lady and your and your levels of enthusiasm that we just experienced. Um, the the Isadora Duncan dances that are going to be at the Corette Auditorium on Sunday, April thirtieth. Who is? I, uh, so I interviewed on Women's Magazine today um, a dancer um, and lecturer named Lois Flood, and she has been doing Isadora Duncan dances for the past 25 years. She's taught master's classes in New York and Paris and San Francisco. She's going to be pr- um, performing uh, the dances of, of Isadora Duncan at the Coret Auditorium, the main library here, on Sunday, April 30th, which is also a free show from 2 to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. So she incorporates a lot of... Um, there's like some narration, there's a little history, and then she does these, the dances and... Um, it's kind of her mission to, to bring Isadora Duncan to people's uh, awareness and consciousness. So uh, I think you'd enjoy that. That does sound amazing. I really do love dance. And my sister, Leo, <laughs> she was um, a creative arts major at SF State and um, inspired me to go to as many dance and theater programs as I could. She used to volunteer at the theaters down at Fort Mason. So um, she got to see many wonderful events, including Anna Halperin, who's from the Bay Area and was very inspired by um, those early 20th century um, pioneers. Yeah. So um, Val, you were announcing a couple of other events earlier with Richard. One of them, all I heard was four to six. Oh, that's uh, Ah. Casa Dot. Yeah, it's a... Here uh, at Adobe. Yeah, at Adobe. uh, That was uh, April uh, 16th. That's Easter. Yeah, Easter Sunday, April 16th from four to six. We poets rise again. (laughs) I I had one more thing to say. We never really went anywhere. Yes, please. Um... Go to the website to find out the theme, um, mapsf.com. It will give you a list of venues. Um, if people are interested in being a venue or being an artist at one of the venues, um, get that list. The email is on the website. People do read the email. And come to the meetings. The meetings are every Monday before the next map. So. If it's April 1st, the next one will be first Saturday in June, and then August, etc. First Saturday every two months, starting in February. So in April, being International Poetry Month, um, there will be a little more spoken word than usual, but there's always art, music, uh, there is often dance. We had a great dancer at our library last year. I could also think Raices de Agua, if you're listening. Um, people still remember your wonderful uh, performance at the library. Anyway, um, just that was a little more information. Um, the next meeting is next Monday at Pathos on Harrison, that's 2754 Harrison. Like I said, check the website to get all the details. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Thank I'm you. glad you're doing it. Hey, Richard, did you have something? That we have uh, Eric is ready. In honor of that wonderful picture of all of my wonderful white brothers. 
Uh, well, I, I use that term loosely. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is a, a further explanation. Republicans who stand on two legs with their slithering forked tongues, but not limited to, speak in deceptive language of less government regulations, more freedom of choice, government out of our lives. Freedom! Then they involve themselves in issues regulating government laws, less freedom, particularly concerning what women do with their bodies. There is a joke going around about abortion. The idea is if men are allowed to control women's bodies, then men need to be controlled. Every time they masturbate is part of the chains of abortion. Killing the seed. Wasted. They may not catch all of you, but you do have that little camera on your computer that looks on, and they know when you visit those porno sites. Republicans will have every bathroom, bedroom under surveillance. They will have them being called sex police. Sound familiar? Unfortunately, what they may catch are Republicans in bathroom stalls who have spread their legs in wide stances so their feet are in the next stall, signaling desire for their brothers while condemning gay men. This double wasting of seed, according to these politicians, catching them is double plus good, but not when they catch their Republican brothers. Double standards and secret lives. Thank you, Richard Sandrell. And I'm really looking forward to next Friday uh, so we can celebrate your birthday here on the Common Thread Collective. Thank you. Welcome to our, our generation. <clears throat> Welcome to our decade. And here we be, and here, time, time, time for some music. Time for some music. Me. I'll tell you what, I'll play, I'll play a track from, um, oh, from a, a yeah, he, well, he's in conversation right now, so I want to, I'll play a little track from a, a band called Hazy Loper, who came and visited us, uh, oh, over a year ago now, um, and their cool little handmade um, album called Ghosts of the Barbary, and so I want to play their title track, it's one of my favorites off of their album, so here we go. Let's raise a toast to the ghosts of the Barbary Coast. We swing a bottle between our long stacks to all of the gamblers, the gold seeking ramblers, to the forest maze that
the city Began as a lily That left all the petals Down by the shore Like the captain's daughter Left the safety of water For buckskin and dice On the music from hazy loper um yeah they were in here a couple of years back because they were uh it was a couple and uh he was in the band and she was doing they were both doing a lot of research and, and writing about the barbary coast um and ivy yeah that, dave good memory so we've got but we've got our fr- friend our friend uh eric out there for filth milk if i'm if, if that is correct Right, Dave? Yeah, Filth Milk. I don't know if he still uses that name, but the name he still uses yeah. is Eric. I think that's good enough. He's like, yeah, Filth Milk. Eric. <laughs> I know him as Eric. I don't know about Filth Milk, but he still wants to keep that name. I'm uh, perfectly well to it. I'm so glad to see him. This is what you call Electronica. Electronica. Look at him. He's a multi-instrument kind of guy. Yeah. He's a multi-talented kind of guy. So, Eric, please take it away. Thank you. 
filth milk. <laughs> that was so cool. I'm so glad you came down uh, for kind of like your, uh, you come down like once a year or so uh, to do your thing. And it's, it's always cool. We don't get a lot of the electronic Every now and then I, I realize it's Friday. <laughs> Really good to see you. And that oh, was yeah. that was I like that. That was a good interlude there. There was a time in which there was a wall between us. It was just one wall, one thin wall. He had his and he was playing could play music, whatever. He had his music there, but those days are over. And I'm still hanging out. Hey Eric, so hey, good to Dave. see you. Yeah, and thank you, because I know that's a lot of a you set up your equipment and everything and um I'm so glad that you did. I. It would have been. Hard. Well, I pushes the envelope. <laughs> push right the envelope, on. Put my little my little booty somewhat, quite a bit, and say, hey, Eric, Electronica, Electronica. Don't call it that, please. Two the <laughs> what do you? What would you call it? I don't know. Not Electronica. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it ha- there is no label. There is no label for this music. Miming, he mimed him and miming and thing, picks up his guitar. Well, right on. Appreciate you coming down to play. Thank you. Thank is this so? Do you do this as just uh, mostly hobby, or do you take your act and uh, go places with it? No, I've actually gone places with it. Yeah. No, I mean I've seen you kind of pop up here and there, but yeah, we're, we we don't just play here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you, you played at Viracocha. I saw you play at Viracocha oh, yeah, once. Yeah. I love that place. It's like, like it's shh, there's no club here, it's just a wall. <laughs> it's just a wall. Yeah. And you go down the stairs and like, oh there is a club here. <laughs> oh, okay. It was just hidden. Yeah. Made out of wood. Yeah. It's still there. I mean it's not Viracocha by name anymore but apparently this um cobbler from north beach like a shoe a a tailor like shoe salesman guy um took over the place and they're still doing now they have a permit to do it but they've got uh, still some events that so i've never seen that we should connect i know right still 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 secret still a big hush hush well let's keep it it's 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 above ground underground okay well it's kind of like mutiny radio i'll go by there and say howdy and see what i can get as far as the schedule and bring it by how do if i remember well at the moment uh, hey, Val, I think this has been a really good and amazing show so far. Agreed. Uh, that brother uh, that brother was playing the guitar and doing his songs are so great and with a message that needs to get out of here. Out yeah. there. But now I'm, I'm, I see, hey, howdy, sister. I see somebody sitting between us who I think you met at, uh, at Word Party and said, come on through. That's true. And that'd be Maddie. Maddie? Hey. Maddie is a, a world traveler. A jet setter, Australia, San Francisco, Los Angeles, England, back to Australia again, mm-hmm. putting forth her performances, her spoken word. And in fact, I was really struck by the name. I think it fits in the theme, fits in perfectly with what, what, what we're about here. It's where I'll come with the common thread. And, what, and what, what was the name for your part that you've given for your performance, for your spoken word performance, for what you do? Um, my name for my show? Is that what? Well, you had a, a name, a theme that you'd put out there. Um, I saw it on my on my um, on my uh, I saw it on my page when you said you'd be a little late. 
Yeah, but then it's good. Poetry Fireball is the sort of tagline I use a lot. Poetry what? Poetry Fireball is a tagline. Fireball. Yeah. Or like flexible, like fireball, <laughs> like real. I say I have uh, compassionate conversations. That's what I say I try to do. Um, facilitate, facilitate compassionate conversations about social issues and things I care about. But yeah, my show was called um, If My Body Was a Poem. That's it. That one? We, we hit it. We got there. <laughs> if My Body Was a Poem. Yeah. And compassionate conversations. Mm. And flexibility. And in the key. And, come, and bringing more to a situation than you take away. While your body's a poem. I'd like, let's, can we kick it off? I'd like to hear something of what you do. Sure. Um, I'm going to do a poem that I did at Word Party that Val's already had. Uh, this is a poem for someone I care about so much. She's probably the best poet I know. Um, and their name is Alex Biddle. Um, and their pronoun is they, them. But this poem refers to them as my little sister. My little sister plays with matches like their Barbie dolls. Ignites them just to watch flames curl towards her fingers. So I follow her with an extinguisher. Use my body as a blanket. Even in her absence, I still throw myself at flames because there are fires all around these days. On the television, the magazines, the buses that pass, the books she reads. So I have to stay alert. Reach those sparks first so her matches don't become flares and burns on her hand-me-down we share. The other day, I was walking down a street curb. When three strangers spat embers shaped like words, these spiteful tags were heavy bags of verbal groceries that I carried home with me, only to swallow them like a fire eater, for the letters singe my throat with S-L-U-T. With W-H-O-R-E, these words defined my sexuality. It's all about how I stand. How I dance, it's cake-faced chicken fillets, leggings aren't pants. It's feminism defined by repetitive rants. It's a group of people treated like ants that society burns with their spectacles, using mirrors to create a spectacle. Forget burning man, let's watch girls become flames until ash and pain are all that remains, a carcass of femininity identified by shame. When will we stop using female sexuality as a slur? When will the word cunt be celebrated? The stigma castrated. When will my body stop being public art? When will the fires cease? When will the rain start? To wash away the dirt from terms like hussy, pussy, tramp. You see, I'm trying to reclaim these phrases as a compliment, a stamp that says my body is a gift, not a penalty or prize. It cannot be paid for in currency or eyes. And no matter how I use it, how I move it, what I wear. My sensuality is not a fire, it's a warmth I've learned to share. And my sister, her body is not a temple or a shrine, it's an explosive work of art built one brushstroke at a time, and it's been charred around the edges, but she loves it all the same. She refuses to be set alight by someone else's flame. Thanks. Ozzy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was a language warning I forgot to do. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm about to say cunt. No, yeah, we can say <laughs> yeah. what this is. Yeah, this free is speech internet. radio here on this the Common Thread Collective Mutiny Radio. Like, whatever fits. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> whatever fits, yeah. I'll say too. Cunt, whatever fits. <laughs> Somehow seems to fit. Anyway. And that was a badass piece. And that was, um, it was so cool to hear you uh, perform that with the jazz band at, at the mm. word party. Because wow. it was, since it's March, and it's Women's History Month here, um, her story month, exactly. however you want to say it. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of came out with these f- women-themed pl- 
pieces and uh, you, you actually did two that night but that yeah. that's a really powerful one well it's happening everywhere in mm-hmm. fact when I came down to the Rainbow Gathering out of Utah three years ago I'd seen what was happening I'd been walking up the trails I've told this story before and it was a beautiful gathering I was something oh it's got to be it was a beautiful I said well how can this be we were 9,500 feet high there are all mm-hmm. these great camps with like uh, Rainbow Gatherings so I'd pass in between where people would be walking going to the camps and uh, well, how could this be and I noticed that it had been there's so many sisters, not walking behind some dude, but walking two or three together at a time in the trails, up and down the, in the trails from kitchen to kitchen, and really stepping up in a lot of these kitchens. That's what we call our camps. Mm. Which are very, and that's when the words came to me this, goddesses galore, sisters glorious. That's when I realized, goddesses galore, Sisters Glorious. And now you're going all the way from Australia to London and places in between that I think that you can see that this is true. Wherever I look, I see women stepping up. Yeah. Women are Um, stepping up, beginning to realize that, that it's time for the women to step up. Goddesses Galore, Sisters mm, Glorious. I said at the the event at Word Party as well, before I performed, I said, um, I understand the importance of Women's Day, but I also think it's really important to note the importance of queer women uh, and women who identify as queer or gay or whatever they choose to use, um, and also non-binary individuals, the people it. who identify not as female or male but on a different spectrum. Um, and I think that it's important on days like Women's Day that we give space for that and also make space for women of colour and trans women and all of these other types of women who aren't the archetypal woman you think of, especially when you see a lot of the posts being about vaginas and sexuality and biology. And I think it's really important to realize that. So I wrote a piece for International Women's Day for a website called Out in Perth. And it was about how being a female shouldn't be about what's down there or what your body is. It's, it's an identity choice and how like... Well, what I say... Yeah. What say to me, I say transgendering. All past categories. We welcome all cool folk. You know who you are out here in the cutting edge of social, cultural, political, and other, every other change. Mm-hmm. Transgendering all past categories. Hey, sister. <laughs> hey, sister. I say, hey, sister. Give us another poem, will you? Another poem? You're amazing. All right. you're, you're like, we had started, uh, you started a women's magazine with a woman mm-hmm. who was talking about the dance of who? Isadora Duncan. Isadora Duncan. Cool. And she was the woman who expressed all that in her way. Mm-hmm. Isadora Duncan. Connected. It's amazing how we, the theme emerges in these shows. Mm. And then I'm at City College where there's this great mural of Diego Rivera with many pictures of Frida Kahlo. Yeah. Now here, Frida Kahlo was another one who was way before her time transgendering all past categories. Am I right? Mm. True. Frida's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. There was a um, exhibition in Dallas when I was there. There was a Frida Kahlo exhibition Dallas, in one of the museums. Yeah, it was last week. It must, it might still be, still be on. I'm not entirely sure. No, I didn't. I just missed it. But like, oh, no. I, it wasn't open on the day I went, and it, oh, it was sad. It well, was there's some great sad. books over painting <laughs> and a, about a great book that brings together pictures of every sort. Okay. And her journals. And her scrawlings, Frida Kahlo. I have to get out. And there's one, another one called Frida, Frida and Diego in Detroit. They went to Detroit and did a bunch of murals together. Okay. And we're together, and they have both their journals of both of them too. So it's special times. So anyway, sister, <laughs> sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah Maddie. A special poem. Uh, I'm gonna do this one, which I don't. Oh. This will fit with that. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, this is a poem that I haven't 
I think I performed it twice. Um, and I'm just, I've just rediscovered it and I've like kind of fallen in love with the sentiment, which is cool to find like an old piece and then be like, oh, this is actually, I quite like it. Um, it doesn't even have a title, but yeah. Um, when his forever is a missile that lands in another woman's mouth, do not blame yourself for not being a bright enough target. I promise there is someone who will see you as a bullseye. I promise there are men without mouths like missiles. You have learnt to compare the sound of gunfire to heartbeats. Love is not a war zone. It is coming home. And knowing the war is still happening outside while you dance in the kitchen. Cohen said love is not a victory march, but it is a victory. A smile at a stranger. A cold palm on a warm back. The language of fingertips. When his forever is a missile that lands in another woman's mouth. Do not count the safety nets you sewed for him. Or move house just to prove that you too can fit your breath in cardboard boxes. Do not ask where he packed the parts of you he refuses to return. Like the lilt of your handwriting that still stays in his notebook. The curve of your accent after two glasses of wine. Remember, he is not strong because he lifts himself over suburbs and address books. Your bedroom carpet is the Nile. Your hallway is Young Street between Ontario and Minnesota. Ontario, Ontario. <laughs> Every time you leave the house, you conquer the longest street in the world. When it's forever is a missile that lands in another woman's mouth. Mark yourself as safe. Count yourself as lucky. One day, she will realize she swallowed a lover like a war zone. Will have to section herself into before and after. Will try to extract his eyes from her skin when she comes to you. Sewn up with recycled secrets, you will tell her that once you opened yourself so wide you forgot you were not a country. That men crossed you like borders, taking snapshots of their favorite parts only to leave. With ticket stump fingers and a passport heart. Tell her... That forever may have been a missile, but she is still here. And isn't that what forever means? A promise to exist until the war is over, so you can dance in the kitchen with the windows wide open. Thanks. Wow. You'd be a very special human being. <laughs> Thank you. Are you, are you. are you 30 yet? Have you... <laughs> no. I, not even close. I know that. <laughs> are you 30 yet? You're 25. 25. No, lower. Wow, twenty four. Lower. Twenty five. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Twenty one. Yeah. So this is what I talk about. Goddesses glorious, sisters glorious. Because you're stepping up at a time with the day of Trump, with the day of Brexit. Oh. Oh. Look at with that all that right wing stuff, all this stuff. We can just bang our heads until we realize that we're not alone. Until we realize that sisters like you, no. uh, whatever, however gender, my, my not binary, whoever, however you see yourself yeah. at the moment, mm. are able to go. For, are still able to go from place to place. Still able to come here and put forth your, the, your the, put forth these. You're a surrealist as well. Mm. I mean, these I'm listening to you. I say this is surrealism. And I go even farther than that. I think of some of the, the Sufi poets, like uh, and their take on love, like Rumi. Yes. And Hafiz, mm. I can feel that too. Cool. And so I say, since looking at you, looking at me, looking at you, you got a special role to play at the planet at 21. Let me tell you, at 79, I can look at you and see that. Thank and you. I wish you well, and anything we can do to lend a hand, <laughs> we'll lend a hand, because you have a journey to make. Is that right, Val? Absolutely, yeah. I was but really kind of blown away with, with your 
presentation or performance at the word party and so i'm really happy that you cruised through town and got to come down to mutiny radio and uh spread your spread your words and your messages uh streaming around the planet on the internet mutinyradio.fm here at the common thread collective in san francisco and before i forget absolutely and how wait uh, sorry dave how do you spell your name maddie yeah please Um, let's do that m-a-d-d-i-e space g-o-d-f-r-e-y F R, yeah. Say that, Maddie Gold Godfrey. Yeah. Godfrey, that's yeah. right. Godfrey, like Godfrey. F R E Y. Like I don't like got his it, name for it, sure. It. I'm sure. Thank it's you. Feels like it goes way back. <laughs> My last name is Whitaker. W H I T A K E R. Like the chocolate. Which I think it goes back, back, back. These are English names that were then transferred to America on some of the first ships. Yeah. At least that's on my side. And here we are. I was going to ask you. What was I going to ask you? What? So Maddie. Mm-hmm. Are you, where are you going from here? Are you, are you gonna? Are you heading for LA soon? Do you have places to land in LA? Do where I have you, what? Sorry. Places to land. Places where you can do your thing. Um, I haven't really def- looked into it yet. Um, okay, because they really need it. I need this is meant sister. to be a holiday. Uh, it's it's obviously I'm I can't stop performing because I like it. Um, yes, you do. But yeah, I've just come from performing a lot in Australia, so I was meant to come to the US and slow down. I did Women of the World Poetry Slam in Dallas. So yeah. World Poetry Slam <laughs> in Dallas, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's just kids then. Oh, well, it is just kids, you're 21. <laughs> so that's your generation, that must have been amazing, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was oh second year goodness. in a row doing it. It's, All it's these different teams, incredible right? Incredible every time. Coming from everywhere. Yeah. And so they, all over America, yeah. And they're speaking from their hearts. There's a whole new generation yeah. coming along, that's what I was saying. I think there was 96 this year, 96 poets wow. Wow. all over the U.S. and the world. Wow, is he? Yeah. That's, encur- that's encouraging. Else. Oh, I was going to tell you so, something else. So, yeah. Now, let, me tell, let me tell you. Let me okay. go on. Yeah. Uh, if you want to reconnect to the poetry scene in, 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 in L.A., that means Los Angeles, it's, they, have a, they have a place in Venice... Of a, a venue, and they're called Beyond Baroque. Okay. Like Baroque music. Yeah. Beyond Baroque. You got that? Yes. Yeah, they'll find you. They'll give you a list. They'll, they'll be so glad. I mean, if, I mean, my women are rising up. Hopefully you'll go and see not some dude like it used to be, mm-hmm. but women rising up everywhere and finding one another. That's why I say goddesses galore, sisters glorious. Hey, Maddie, do you have another one you can give us? Yeah. Why don't you give us one more? It's now... Uh, Five thirty-nine. We're doing really well. Yeah, I think. We'll All right. Give me a sec to find it. Sure. No. Take this is the take your time radio. Um, I might do. This is take your time radio. So people <laughs> well, can contemplate what it is you say. To within two degree. <laughs> so give me a sec. Well, I'm, right. we're taking we're filling up that time with conversation, <laughs> saying that. Uh, People I need to take their time, like when they're gonna play music. They need a little bit of time cup, to of collect themselves. Yeah, absolutely. All right, there, the, I found it. And the people listening get a little time to collect themselves yeah. and get ready. Get ready with something special. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Hey, folks. Hey, brothers and sisters yeah, around the planet. Just bringing with us. She's a, 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 a living a, not a bombshell, but a bomb. <laughs> bringing, uh, bringing the poetry, poetry. This be a metaphorical anarchy here. Not by not breaking windows, but doing it, but putting it out there. Maddie, give us another poem. Cool. So this is a poem going with the the theme of goddesses. Now, I guess um, it was recently published by a magazine called Scum Magazine, who were incredible. Yeah, um, especially for female and non-binary voices. So this is called Porcelain. Porcelain and China are not the same thing. 
China is softer than porcelain, can be cut with a file. And while China is opaque, porcelain is always translucent. I think these facts in someone else's bathroom. This party is not the right place to talk about how women have been making fragile things for centuries and how most of their handiwork never reaches museums. And the party is loud and porcelain shrinks during the firing process. And maybe if I was made of water or clay, I would stop trying to shatter myself, knowing my weakness was almost fragile enough to be beautiful. I read that when under compression, porcelain is nearly as strong as steel, but it is not resistant to impact, so a good grip is highly recommended. Standing at the stranger's sink, I hand paint myself like porcelain. Outside, the party is loud with hands that do not know how to be gentle. Thanks. Wowzy. Oh my goodness. Maddie, Belle, what do you have to say? It's hard to really say anything at this point. I know, point. you know, that's why I said It's been an amazing time. show. Maddie Godfrey, I'm so pleased that you were able to join us Thank this you week. And you, you, anytime you come back to San Francisco, uh, be in touch. And uh, chances are we'll still be doing this every Friday <laughs> afternoon here. You've been listening to the Common Thread Collective here at mutinyradio.fm, San Francisco. And uh, we're so pleased to be here. And uh, thanks, Diamond Dave, for all that you do and all of our friends who are a part of our uh, community here and that means you too if you're out there listening uh, we certainly would welcome you to come down and join us any given Friday from 3 till about quarter to 6 we're at the corner of 21st and Florida streets here in San Francisco's Mission District and uh, it is Women's Month Um, so the other night at Word Party, I didn't realize they were doing a Women's Month theme, but I decided, uh, so while I was there, I decided to uh, write a poem that I, that I was inspired to write because of an article I read about <clears throat> uh, the refugees from Syria who have been kind of creatively taking parts of home with them in, um, in, in various ways uh, as they flee you know, Aleppo and different parts of the country um, to try to find a new world. And I was also um, kind of tapping into the inspiration that I feel when I think about some of my uh, forefathers and foremothers who, you know, c- came from other places and, and crossed the ocean uh, to, to, come to, the, to come to America, to come to the United States and, um, and, and find a new life and know that they probably would never go home again. Um, so I've always been kind of uh, in awe of, of that, um, that spirit. So here's a poem that I wrote. Um, and this is dedicated to all adventurers. Voyager, emigrant, refugee. What can you carry across the sea? Grandmother's recipes stuffed into your basket, a little cash stuffed into your bra, a packet of your favorite heirloom seeds, and dreams of the soil that it may feed. Compelled to leave with a head full of curls and the need to breathe free, free from the noxious gases, from the warring factions, from the abject poverty, from the small minds of kings and priests and families. What would you do? What would you take with you if you were forced to leave with only your bravery? Would you, 
like our Syrian sister from Aleppo, fashion a dress to remember all that you know. The features of an ancient city, now bombed, its people and landmarks gone. But she wears her home on her sleeve and in her pleats, reaching for sanctuary, for hands to hold the door open, for warmth in the cold so that she may live to be the bold, beautiful, brilliant adventurer inside us all. Wow. Wow. Once again, the old song called Let Me Take You Higher. And then the first the hippie band had the song Break On Through to the Other Side. That's at right. the doors. And that's what we try to do here each and every week, is put it out there, free speak, speaking freely, letting it flow around the candidate, uh, around, the ca around the candidate and around the country. <laughs> that's right, and around the planet. So yeah. peace to everybody. Keep up the good work. Uh, love one another. Show yourself some love. Uh, and yeah. uh, like we do here on the Common Thread Collective, open your heart and open your mind. Here is some music from our sister Sea Star uh, off of her album Sacred Red. You could find it at nectarianmusic.com and uh, they're out on the big island. So uh, here we go, folks. Peace and we love you. We'll be back next week. You haven't been to Hawaii yet,
smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to... Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. 
book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now brought to you by our generous festival sponsors alta california botanicals destiny's mom what a tomato produce company the law offices of john p strauss the third asiento frufruhot.com jankytown.org brookheineken pervert fervor 